Welcome to the Product Agility Podcast, the missing link between Agile and product. The purpose of this podcast is to share practical tips, strategies, and stories from world-class thought leaders and practitioners. Why, I hear you ask? Well, I want to increase your knowledge and your motivation to experiment so that together we can create ever more successful products. My name is Ben Maynard, and I'm your host. What has driven me for the last decade to bridge the gap between agility and product is a deep-rooted belief that people and products evolving together can achieve mutual excellence. Now, this is one of a number of a few special episodes because I was fortunate enough to find myself at Lean Agile London 2023. Surrounded by some brilliant speakers, I had my mic, I had my phone, I had a lot of coffee. And so I plucked up the courage to approach some of these awesome people and ask them to give us their talk in 10. I am here with Pratik Singh, a gentleman who has been sat at a desk doing nothing. No, I'm joking. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah, nothing. Nothing, just kind of waiting for the food to get set up so I can eat some. Yeah, yeah strategically <laughs> placed in front of the, on the, in front of the food. Uh, your pro Kanban stall. Yeah. And you also were here at Lean Agile London 23 on day one, wrapping up the day with a talk with Daniel Vacanti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got stuck with the graveyard shift um, with our talk and Dan unfortunately could not be here. So we had to zoom him in. But we made it work somehow. Thanks to the organizers, they they somehow made that work. Yeah. So the title was Drunk Agile. So is today hungover agile or were were you actually drunk? Not not this time around. So so our 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 uh, for those of you who don't know, we have a podcast called Drunk Agile, and this is a Drunk Agile live talk. So we did the same thing last year at Lean Agile London. We were invited to do the keynote last year, and they invited us back. Apparently, we didn't get drunk enough last year, <laughs> so we ca- we came back to to do another live version of Drunk Agile. So you got a podcast which is fantastic. I'll make sure the link to that is in the show notes so people can check it out. As I got, there's a lot of love for fellow podcasters. Do you want to give us then a bit of an overview of what it was that happened in your talk? Yeah, um, our talk was pretty largely unscripted. There were two slides. The first was a picture of my dog, and then the second was a link that people had to go to to try a little experiment out for us, which was guess a number between zero and a hundred, which would equal the two thirds of the average of everyone's guess in the room. So the idea was to see how close you could get to this weird math thing of two thirds of the average of everyone's guess. So what happened? That's intriguing. Um, what happens and what you, we actually borrowed this from, uh, from uh, Richard Taylor's book, Misbehaving. What happens is everyone puts in their guesses and everyone ends up being wrong. Uh, at least there were, there were 74 guesses that came in and no one was within 0.5 of the right answer, uh, with an, even one of the right answer. Uh, we show everyone what happened and then we, uh, we show everyone the result and then we say, let's play a second round. I'll play the second round of it and this time five or six people were at the answer. The whole idea of this was uh, when you are doing product development, you're really trying to guess at what's valuable to the customer. You don't know what's valuable. You're trying to guess what's valuable. And the way you find out what's valuable is by doing something, putting it out there, looking at the results, and then doing it again to see if you're getting any closer. Smart. Very smart. Very smart. So I take it you did some stuff other than that. Uh, 
literally no. <laughs> so <laughs> that took about, I would guess about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And the rest of it was just Q&A. Uh, that was a, just the rest of it was Q&A. It was the last session of the day, so people were a little tired as well. And that room was getting really warm. <laughs> so we, we got out about five, ten minutes early. But uh, yeah, the rest of it, I think the we, we had a 45-minute slot. But about 10, 15 minutes of this and about 20 minutes of Q&A. Yeah. So what were the questions that were asked? Was there any question that sticks out in your mind? Um, there were actually a couple of really interesting things that 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 actually led in uh, led from what we were talking about. There were because th- what what everyone started getting was, well, this is all about flowing value to customers or flowing potential value to customers, and then we really got into what are the different ways you get these iterations. What does it, what is iterations in our process, and that's where people started questioning the fact. That we think iterations are these time boxes, but they're not. Mm-hmm. It's how often do you get product to the customer and get get response back. Mm-hmm. So all the questions started going towards uh, sort of iconoclastic, breaking agile rules in order to be agile kind of things. How do you get away from things like time boxes so that you can be more agile? How do you get away from things like small teams so you can be more agile? So we broke some rules. We told we we talked about how Dan and I in the past have, and on our teams, broken these rules in order to become more agile. I spoke to Haroon yesterday because he had his talk on Flamingos. Did you see the Flamingo talk? Yeah, yeah, I did, I did, yeah. So I grabbed him afterwards and we were talking, well, I, we were talking, <laughs> I was lamenting about one of my bugbears, which I think you've, you, know, you articulated so well, which is one, we are, it's always a, it's always hypothetical. Right, but we're working on it's always a guess an approximation of what you think mm-hmm. is going to find someone's going to find useful and there's only so much research that we can do before we have to say yeah. well let's take the gamble let's invest a bit of money and do we want to how far down the line can we you know how far do we get down the line before we decide to either can stop investing or just say okay let's go that final step and get mm-hmm. something into the hands into the light of environment but then even then when people stop the timer for when it goes out. That's, I always think that's nonsense because you don't know that it's valuable. And there's that old classic stat of like, you know, 70% of features go left untouched. It's like, well, that's why, because everyone's just concerned with getting it out rather than actually kind of understanding it's a user using it in the way we expected or in a different way mm-hmm. and understanding the element of it. And I always think this is the difference between technology companies and product companies. Technology firms are playing with all of this. And no, no, I'm not dissing anyone, right? They get stuff out, but they don't care. They don't, aren't even aware of that other process that happens at the end to validate some of the assumptions whereas real product companies I said bread and butter especially when you're small when you get bigger maybe it's less of that but when you're you know, when you're small and, and resources scarce and you've got to make sure that you're placing good bets yeah uh, and and, and uh, I have I, you brought up at least two points for me that we mentioned yesterday in the talk one was uh, as you mentioned Harun talked about flow metrics so which basis of it is when does something start when does something finish Don Rynason, and if your podcast listeners haven't gone and read or heard Don Rynason, I would highly recommend read Don, Don Rynason, says your timer starts when you spend the first dollar. As soon as you've spent the first dollar, which is as as simple as entering this thing in Jira, if you're using Jira. <laughs> uh, that's when the timer starts. For us, the timer stops when you actually start seeing is the, if this thing is working. When you actually start getting yeah. that dollar back. So the, that, that is when the timer stops. 
that was one of the points we made yesterday. The other was someone did ask a question of, so you're talking about this customer feedback thing. Well, we do the sprint review thing where we get stakeholder feedback and, you know, many a time we just throw that feedback away and just continue where we're going and or we take it into account. And for me, we as, uh, as agile experts have done a disservice uh, by, by misrepresenting feedback. Feedback is not asking customers, hey, how is it going? Did this work for you? Feedback is actually watching product metrics to say, did the click rate go up? Are more people actually using the thing we built? Is, is this actually, has this sh- shortened the cycle time for the people that we meant this to, to shorten the cycle time for? Though that's real feedback. How someone's feeling about it? Yeah, that everybody lies. That's why I think tools like Pendo are very fascinating. Yes. You know, when you see that actually, well, we expect it to, we expect the journey to look like this, but it's kind of weird because they're getting there and they're going over there. Like, why are they? Why are they, why are that? they not using that thing that was supposed to be so easy for them? Mm-hmm. Why are they? And that's why I think one of the thing, one of the techniques which I always make an effort of kind of teaching people when I have opportunities, impact mapping, because it really tightly links in those behaviors and you build hypotheses around user behavior mm-hmm. and then those behaviors are tied to an outcome. So you can begin to actually build real interesting experiments and do really interesting testing around it. But it's one of those techniques where I think it's been misunderstood or I know misrepresented at some point because not enough people get on it but it's a phenomenally useful technique anyway yeah. anyway um, our time is kind of slowly coming to an end here um, you've got a lovely voice by the way oh thank you you know it's very nice like yeah it's good it's, I like it it's, it's, it's a podcaster's voice isn't it it is yeah <laughs> it is it is I'm not sure if mine is <laughs> I think it is I mean if you've, if you've been doing this it obviously is if you're a podcaster and you have a voice you're a podcaster's voice well, that's a, that's a sweeping generalization. I've listened to a few other podcasts out there, and I must admit, my years of voice acting, but there's no voice acting, and uh, no voice acting years in me. So, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I really love getting to know you a little bit. Now, before we end our little conversation today, is there any closing thought you'd like to leave our listeners with? Uh, I'll actually like to continue the thought that you had initially about this investment bit. You know, we, we're in product development, we're trying to maximize return on investment. That's literally what we're trying to do. Um, as we've talked about throughout this, the return is not guaranteed. You put something out there, you might not get the return. The only thing we can control is investment. So let's make as little investment as possible before we try something out to see if we're getting a return rather than making a whole bunch of investment and then gambling on that return. That's, that's what the talk was about. That's what you'll hear Dan and me talk about all the time. And it's a good thing to talk about. Thank you very much, my friend. Look forward to seeing you again soon. Yep, same here. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I absolutely adore going to these conferences and Lean Agile London 2023 is probably one of the best conferences I've been to in a long, long time, virtual or in person. So thank you to the organisers for letting me be there and be part of it. If you want to know more about Lean Agile London 2023, then head to their website, leanagile.london. That will also be in the show notes. Now, if there is a conference that you think I should go to and do more of these talks in 10, then by all means, get me on social media. There's a way to contact me in the show notes. Let me know which one I should go to. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. I am Ben Maynard, and this is a Product Agility Podcast.